lovely people and welcome back to Nonsense Acknowledged. I'm going to apologise in advance if you hear stuff in the background. I'm currently trying to record this in my room and there are children screaming outside. But we're just going to deal with that for now because that's totally fine and hopefully the microphone is not accurate enough that it'll actually pick up on them and maybe I'm just mentioning this for no particular reason. Anyway, I hope you're all having a lovely day, have had a very lovely week. Has been busy, as always, for me. Let me know how you are going um, over on my Instagram, Nonsense Acknowledged, or on my Facebook page as well, under the same name. That would be awesome. Um, Just before I start rolling into things properly, I am now on iTunes, which is hopefully where you're listening to this from. That would be super, super cool. I'm going to ask a favour of you if you've listened in this far into the episode already. Please, even if you don't listen to it on iTunes, if you could go over, rate it, hopefully five stars, but either way, rate it and leave a little review just telling me what you think about the podcast. That would be super awesome. Um, So yeah, if you can rate and review it on iTunes, it's basically how you get kind of bumped up the list on it and how you get recognised a bit more through iTunes. So That would be absolutely perfect if you could do that for me. Um, But either way, we'll get on and go into this fortnight's, I guess, (laughs) episode. The topic of this one is going to be, again, something that I kind of covered in my blog previously. Um, I will link the blog in the description of this. If you want to go and have a read of it as well, be kind of rehashing the same stuff anyway. But if you want to go and read it, I'll probably add some new things in as well. Personally, I just thought it was really topical at the moment, uh, what I want to talk to you about. It's not actually something that I planned to do as a episode. I didn't know what to do for this one, in all honesty. So I was racking my brain, trying to work out what I wanted to do. And then I went and I sat and I had a chat with one of my best friends. And we were just talking about life generally as you do with your friends but like the stuff that we talked about was very much what we're doing at the moment kind of the changes that we're making and and how we're tackling life just generally (laughs) which is good it's always nice to catch up over those sort of things and it kind of inspired me to make this the topic of this podcast episode obviously I've already spoken about it a bit so it's something that I'm familiar with but it's essentially the idea that You should say yes to things, but you don't always have to. The kind of double-edged sword of that. The blog's name that I am taking this from of my own over on nicoleangela.com.au is be a yes woman, but not all the time, uh, which I still stand by. So this is going to be a bit more of a chatty kind of podcast. Let me know if you like this format a little bit better. Essentially, if I was on YouTube, it would be a, I'd be doing my makeup and doing a get ready with me and talking to the camera, <laughs> but obviously not quite there yet. Plus my makeup skills are definitely not that good. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll just have a chat about saying yes, but that it's also okay to say no. Essentially, my view on this kind of topic is that it is always important to try and put yourself out there more. Without a doubt, you should always try and strive to be a part of social situations and catch up with friends or partners or family in ways that you want to and that you can. 
as I spoke about within the stress management podcast episode last time, it is important to talk to people in a very general capacity. It is super important to be able to talk to people like the kids are doing outside at the moment. Thank you. (laughs) And so being able to talk to people is such a stress reliever, especially when it's people that you're close with. In saying that, in this technology kind of day and age, we get very caught up in just texting people, sometimes calling people, but mostly just texting or Facebooking or Snapchatting people, which is awesome. Um, that's a whole other debate that I could go into about the good and bad of technology and whether it is good or bad. Uh, but in these kind of situations, it's very, very in the middle is a big grey area of it's awesome that we can be always connected to people, ignoring the bullying side of things within this particular conversation. It's awesome that we can always have access to be able to talk to people at the same time. The issue with with that, and I fall into this trap as well, is that it ends up being that you substitute real face-to-face conversations and connections to being like, oh yeah, but I know what they're doing. I texted them yesterday, but it's it's not the same thing. And it doesn't, texting and that kind of instant messaging doesn't supplement face-to-face interaction. So in saying that, I think it's always important that you put yourself out there. I, a lot more lately, have been trying to do that, you know, going out to dinners, having little adventures like beach trips um, and that sort of stuff, and just generally trying to interact with people more on a more regular basis, um, basically so that I can have that kind of part of my life fulfilled and not in a, you know, I have a quota to hit kind of way, but just in that even as an introvert, there is a certain amount of connection that I need face-to-face for it to be healthy, (laughs) realistically. I could be a hermit. I could very easily be a hermit, but that wouldn't be healthy. And I know that's the same for a lot of people. And I'm not discounting the fact that for some people, it's not that easy. I, I do get that. But at the same time, And funnily enough, the nugget of nonsense is along this train as well, so stay tuned. But I'm not saying that you need to go and just hang out with everyone at once. That's 100% not the point. What I'm more saying is that you need to push your comfort zone a little bit if that's something that you struggle with. On the flip side to that, like I said at the start, yeah, yes, man, woman or other, but not all the time. Because doing it too much can drain you so badly. I get my energy from being alone, so obviously I can't, you know, five days out of the week be hanging out with other people outside of, like, work and extracurriculars. That would drain me so, so much. For some other people, that would be incredibly energising. Like, that's, from my knowledge anyway, I don't actually um, have a lot of super, super close friends who are extroverts, funnily enough. But... Basically, it's one of those hard things where that's where extroverted people generally get their energy from. But if you do it too much, it's still going to be draining. You still need time that is just for you. And that's where it's that whole... And and it's in bloody human life everywhere. The 
work-life balance, the, you know, balance of hanging out with people and then being by yourself. There's like all these different things that come up and you've always got to be in that perfect middle section that doesn't really exist if I'm, you know, speaking from my experience. There's this grey area in the middle that you always try and sit in, but it's never going to be perfect. That's near on impossible. And whoever is doing it is either has either cracked some kind of code or is lying because <laughs> it's one of those things where it's it's imperfect and that's just life, I guess. So definitely try and get out and do things and push your comfort zone and just find new experiences because that's always so fulfilling especially things like traveling is when I notice it the most that actually getting out and doing things is such a good thing just for you, for your soul, for whatever, but it's just such a good experience. But don't take that as I need to say yes to absolutely everything because that's draining and that's impossible and that will burn you out so, so quickly burnouts kind of pop up through lots of different facets in lots of different ways and that's just one of them that can come up that's probably I don't have statistics obviously it's one of those things where you you can commit to doing so much but you shouldn't because you need to have time for yourself to be able to re-energize In the past, for me, initially when I moved to Brisbane, where I'm living at the moment, I was 17 at the time, moved up fresh into uni, and that was exciting for me. I'd moved from a small town, and I was suddenly in this big town with so many different things to do. Obviously, I couldn't do all the, like, clubbing the bar scenes and that sort of stuff for the first year, because I was 17, and um, I didn't get a fake ID in any any of that sort of stuff because I am responsible. Also, I'm just perpetually scared of authority, so I would not do that. Um, but basically the first year was very much like, cool, new friends, new people to hang out with, new things to do. I'm going to try and do something so often. I was also living in like the city centre. So I did a lot of stuff then, which was fine. It was also off the back of school where I was very used to being around a lot of people at once, almost every day. And that's cool. Fast forward five years later and I'm now 22 and I am a grandma compared to like who I used to be. I just, at the moment, I do kind of work. I have uh, my pole fitness classes that I'm doing after work, which I can go into if you want me to talk about that. It's super interesting and they are great, great classes. Sidebar, if you want me to talk about that, let me know. But my point is I do the extracurriculars, I do work, and then I come home. Outside of that, I'll hang out with my friends sometimes during the week if our schedules like line up that way. I might go out once on the weekend to hang out with maybe people I haven't seen for a while, maybe grab a drink. But that's about all I can do at the moment. I cannot go back to back like I see a lot of younger people doing I mean I say younger I'm 22 but people who are like fresh into uni as I was just backing up weekend after weekend and just following through to the next day of like going out and doing things and hanging out with people then waking up at 8am and going shopping I just I am such a grandma 
if I could and had the motivation to get myself into bed at like eight or nine each night, I would, but I don't have that much willpower. (laughs) But I just, I can't do that anymore. And maybe it's because I've committed myself to other things like this podcast, which take up, you know, that bit of extra time where I just feel like I need that time to myself. Who knows? But I just find that especially now, There's this big sense of FOMO. For those who don't know, FOMO is fear of missing out. And that's such a prevalent thing just generally in society nowadays. And I experience it quite heavily where if I get approached with some kind of event that's going on, like if my friends have have like a housewarming or something like that, just some kind of event um, that I've been invited to, a lot of the time I want to go straight up. I will want to go. But then there'll be a part of me that'll be like, oh, Maybe I don't know a lot of people there or maybe it's a fair way out of the road and it'll take me a while to get there. So I'm like, oh, maybe I can't go. Maybe I shouldn't go. And that kind of anxiety gets in the way of just committing to something and going for it, which is very hard and is a hurdle to jump over, whether it's the not knowing people. Maybe you invite someone that you do know or you catch up with the one person who's hosting it that is your friend and just be like, hey, can you like not leave me alone because I don't know anyone and I'm awkward. Um, Or you can always go through just the general anxiety side of things where it's like, what if I make a fool of myself? And so I don't want to go just in case that happens, which you've got to stop doing that because, and I'm speaking as a you to me as well, where it's one of those things I heard recently and I can't for the life of me remember where, but it was essentially that You should try not to worry about what is going to happen because if you think about the bad things and what's going to happen, you're already hurting yourself. And if something goes wrong, then you'll be hurt twice. If you don't get up in your head and overthink about what's going wrong and something does go wrong, you'll still only be hurt once, if that makes sense. Basically, worrying hurts you an extra time that you don't need to have been hurt. It made much more sense when I think it was on the Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star documentary on YouTube recently that I watched. I think that's where it came up. But it's it's a great quote and it's the idea of trying not to overthink because it's just going to cause you pain either way, whether something goes wrong or right, which I entirely, entirely agree with. And it's not that easy just saying, stop overthinking. I've had someone say that to me before and I'm like oh wow I'm magically cured thank you so much Um, but it's one of those things where getting into it you just need to be like no I could have fun so I'm going to give it a shot in saying that if you don't want to go to this particular event but then you get FOMO and it's like oh but what if I miss out on an amazing time or this person's there that I've wanted to catch up with for ages And then you're like, oh, well, maybe I should go. But your heart's not in it. You don't really want to go or it's going to be a real issue to try and get there. And then you go out of your way to make it incredibly difficult on yourself. So you're not going to have fun when you get there because it's just been such a pain to be able to, I don't know, configure the three events you had that weekend to make sure that you could go. I don't know the context. I'm just bullshitting at this point. But my point is FOMO can be a real bitch because... 
you want to do something or you don't want to do something again you're forced to do what you don't want to do just off the back of the fact that you're scared you're going to miss out on something and that's where I run into a lot of problems because I like my alone time but I also really like going to social events it's not where I get my energy but I do really love hanging out with people and my friends whether they're new friends or old friends or work friends I have a lot of fun hanging out with them So when I can't go to something or something just doesn't fall, you know, on the right time or when when I'm available, I get like upset that I can't go, which is silly because if your friends are good friends, they'll be like, yeah, that's chill. We'll catch up another time. (laughs) It's okay. But it gets into that idea of I should always say yes to things or I always say no to things because of my anxiety or anything like that. And it's just about training your mind to be in that middle ground of I'm going to say yes to as much as I can that is healthy for me but I'm also allowed to say no and that's fine it's a real awkward balance kind of between the two I really just think that it's all about making sure that you are not over or under committing yourself and you know in yourself what that is and what your own limits are so it's not something that other people can tell you and they may try to I personally haven't experienced that it's just my own self being like you're working too hard or this week is far too busy you're going to stress yourself out and get exhausted or under committing yourself and not doing enough but that's what you set for your own self and you know what's best for you or you need to establish what is best for you and I think that's the kind of That's the way that you work out what your balance is through just introspection and ensuring that you know yourself what is best for you. And on that note, let's move swiftly on to what we will do next, which will be the acknowledgement corner. So this one actually struggled with a little bit this week. I've had my head very kind of down in the sand, um, just looking towards work and that sort of stuff and just generally kind of been very tunnel visioned throughout this week. So trying to come up with an acknowledgement corner was a little more difficult because usually I pick something out during the week and I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. This one, in all honesty, (laughs) ironic that, in all honesty, I actually picked up as I've been recording this. So this recording in itself is very wild for me. Usually everything's very structured and I have a vague list of what I want to talk about. I had nothing with me today and I just rambled off the top of my head. So maybe you like that better and let me know if you do or it may not have made sense at all, which is also fair enough. Please let me know about that as well. But yeah, while I was talking about this, it actually inspired me and this acknowledgement corner is Again, something that people will or may already know about if they listen to and watch YouTube a little bit more, which, you know, half half. (laughs) But the thing that I want to acknowledge this week is actually a video that came out, I think it might have been last week or maybe two weeks ago when this gets posted. Anyway, it came out a while ago um, and it's just a video slash song um, by the YouTuber Gabby Hanna and I just found it really interesting because the whole premise of it was like something that went around virally a little while ago which was like the diss track thing so you basically just, you know, made fun of yourself in the style of some kind of like song or rap and there was a lot of cool stuff that came out about it. It was very, very much a parody and it was funny and it was awesome. But Gabby Hanna um, 
who's a quite a popular YouTuber, actually did a follow-up to that this time and kind of did a funny, you know, kind of rap song sort of thing about herself, which is great. And then it followed into a very mellow, almost smash poetry kind of style rap slash song where she was just speaking through literally just problems that she went through. And I know she's very outspoken about like mental illness and the stuff that she goes through, which props to her. Um, that takes a lot of guts. And basically what she sang about was how she was feeling, especially in relation to YouTube, which I'm very into and I could make a whole podcast on that. I know I keep saying, let me know about stuff, but please do let me know. Cause without knowing what you guys want to hear, I can't tailor it to what you guys do actually want to listen to because I could go on spiels about so much random shit but most of it is not interesting trust me I talk to myself and I get bored but yeah this song very much focuses on the depth of feelings that she is feeling with that in relation to YouTube and her fame which is what it is it's you know she's not a huge celebrity but she's it's it's still fame And I just, I love when people do songs that are really, really honest because that kind of celebrity quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see them. Obviously this is audio only, (laughs) but those kind of problems that they have where it's so much different to quote unquote normal people's problems, but I just, I love the rawness of it. And I think this diss track or half diss track half kind of honest smash poetry style rap was just beautiful. It was so honest and lovely. I'll try and remember to link it down in the description of this. Um, if not, just search Gabby Hanna diss track on YouTube. It's it's really lovely. So I think you should definitely go and uh, listen to it if you haven't already. Um, I hope some of you haven't so that I can introduce you to it. Um, but she is super popular, so you may have already heard of it. And I'm just reiterating what you're thinking. On that note, moving along now to the nugget of nonsense. So I said a little bit earlier that it kind of tied in a little bit with what I was talking about this week, which was completely accidental, but, you know, lines up. um, And yeah, so it's basically about going outside of your comfort zone. Um, So super appropriate. Maybe not a lot of variety in this one because everything seemed to line up pretty nicely. Or maybe that's a good thing. So what I kind of went into on this one was just the basic normal stuff of trying to get outside your comfort zone. And I go a little bit more in depth about why that is a good thing and why, you know, you shouldn't push yourself too hard, but just trying to do it generally. So give it a listen. Um, I think I hit some pretty honest points on this one. So listen away. Hey guys, so it's currently about 7.30 in the morning. Um, I'm currently just sitting in my car and I wanted to make this little soundbite just because it's something that kind of came to mind that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Now you can probably hear in the background my car, so I do apologize for that, but I am just sitting in here and it's really cold at the moment, so I've got my heater on, um, so apologies, but I'm not turning it off. What I wanted to chat about was, I guess, just getting out of your comfort zone. It's something that I've pushed myself to do a lot more lately, and it's something that I highly encourage you to do, just because you kind of never know how far you can push yourself until you actually do start pushing yourself. 
I at the moment am currently doing pole fitness which is something that I never thought that I would do. Personally it's something that has helped me a lot in terms of confidence. I've met new friends that I never thought I would meet through doing this and just gotten a lot stronger and more confident within myself through it and it's something that I ended up doing during two weeks of unemployment because I had no idea what else to do with myself and so I was like screw it this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while haven't had the confidence to do it but why not do it now if not now then when so it's just little things like that and even just like pushing yourself to maybe do something you didn't think you could do or if you're someone who cares about what other people think then doing something and just saying screw it because you really need to do those sort of things to keep you on your toes and keep you going. I've always kind of been a bit iffy about that you can do whatever you put your mind to you know being the cynical 22 year old that I am I'm like yeah well you can do whatever you put your mind to but that doesn't just come to you you can't just want it and then have it you need to actually be able to work for it and work towards that thing so I guess this has just come over me because being in your comfort zone is very easy trust me <laughs> it's very very easy but it's not always what's best for you and even if you think that maybe you can just slide by sitting in your comfort zone I mean you can but I would recommend trying to step out of it coming from someone who is very very comfortable in the little blanket burrito that is your comfort zone <laughs> it's strangely rewarding in ways that you aren't even sure about at the time of planning this thing because you don't know where you're going to end up and that's the beauty of it it's the fear of it but it's also the beauty of it in essence what I'm saying is try new things get outside your comfort zone don't be afraid to change things even if you don't know how it's going to end up. I hope you take this into consideration a bit if there's something you're thinking of doing at the moment that you're looking for a bit of a push for that this may be it. Even if not hopefully it stays in your mind a little bit and it's something that you keep in the forefront of your mind because that's what I have been trying to do as well. Alrighty lovelies I am off to work so I will see you later. Bye! Yeah, kind of getting outside of your comfort zone is something that's super important within reason, but definitely something that is very healthy to do as well. So that's about a wrap for this episode. Um, I hope you liked this episode as well. I'm just chatting a little bit more, much less structured. I don't have particular tips and stuff because it's very situational. So much less structured than usual by far, but hopefully you did really like it. Um, it was nice just having a bit of a chat as well, so I can definitely do more stuff like this. Just chatting about, I guess, more lifestyle stuff than career. Career always seems to feel like it needs to be a bit more structured because I need to sound like I know what I'm talking about instead of just blabbering on for, what, 20 minutes? <laughs> but either way, I had a really fun time recording all of this stuff. Like usual, as I've said 20 times throughout this one 20 minute recording, let me know what you think about it. Any feedback you have is absolutely appreciated. Also, if you could pretty, pretty please, even if you don't listen to this podcast on iTunes, head over to iTunes. For now, type in Nicole Angela and it'll pop up uh, super easy. The first one, it's just the NA logo. And if you could 
pretty pretty please just leave a rating hopefully five stars that would be lovely um but just leave a rating and a review again whatever you want to write good or bad I don't mind but just let me know what you think about it over on iTunes because that would be amazing um and will definitely help kind of just boost it a little bit more because um that's always very much appreciated anyway as per usual guys i hope you have an absolutely lovely week look after yourselves um try and get out and do some more things just in general in life or if it's been crazy busy take some time for yourself i'll see you guys in a little while and have a absolutely lovely day bye